All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. We're already going to go ahead straight into the introduction because we ain't got time to fucking play today. Uh, this is in Medias Res Talk podcast or IMR Talk podcast. Uh, I am your host today. I am Cass. And I'm Kay. And I'm Kilroy. And I'm John. And today we... <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Hold on, hold on. Bobby, I'm going to introduce you. Now, sorry. Me, it's already too late. All right. Well, we have our good... I have here a special guest today. We have our special guest here. Introduce yourself now. <laughs> hey, I'm John. This is John. He's here today. It, it me. Yes, I am here. This is a good friend of mine. He's here today because he's been doing some crazy stuff lately. He's been doing some awesome work. And, you know, today I thought, why don't we subject him to some terrible, terrible, horrible movies? <laughs> you know, as good friends do, right? I haven't ah, seen course. you talk to you good. in like years, right? And then, of course, the first thing I'm like, hey, watch this terrible movie with us. Excellent. <laughs> What a great way to reintroduce ourselves, man. <laughs> I know, right? It's been like, what, five years? Yeah. Uh, oh, so, God. Yeah. Five or six years. Jeez. Something like that. I know. So today we are on a road, a road to madness. We are going to be watching some of the worst, terrible movies. We are calling this Kilroy's Road to Madness. This is actually specifically a list of movies that Kilroy has been wanting to watch, none of which I've ever heard of them, pretty much. All of these are obscure as fuck, something gross, disgusting movies. And he's like, yeah, this is something logical and, you know, normal to do, right? And I'm just like, no. No, it's not. I don't appreciate so, you uh, <coughs> insulting my taste in film. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. So, I mean... You'll you'll understand what we mean when we talk about it today. So today, the movie that we're going to be talking about and what we're subjecting my friend John to watch is going to be. Can we, what was it again? Uh, Love God, directed by Frank Grow. Oh, boy. Yes. Love God. I've never heard of this movie in my fucking life and you've subjected it to us before. But today we're going to put uh, put my friend John to the test. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's uh I'll tell you right now, it's it's gonna be it's it's an experience. It's yeah, a ride, something huh? That, oh, it's it never <laughs> stops. This ride never stops. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, what have but, I gotten myself into? <laughs> so we're recording this before he's seen it, just so you can kind of you know hear the innocence in his voice. <laughs> the and, innocence. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hear the innocence before, like, it all just comes crashing down. <laughs> but, yeah, we're here. We're going to watch the movie, and we'll be back to y'all. I promise it won't be days later when we record the next part. Yeah. <laughs> totally. No. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, we're back. We, I promise it hasn't been weeks, 
days, months, years uh, since we last recorded. It's been the same day. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but in any case, so we're here now, and uh, we actually, instead of also watching Love God, we actually watched another of uh, the director's uh, first movie that he made. It's just a little short uh, film called uh, Red and Rosie, and so we watched a little bit of that as well, just to get like a little comparison of like, was he always like this? And yes, he was. He's always been like this. <laughs> so, John... So we, me, Kilroy, and uh, Kay here, we've watched this movie before, and we watched a second time for you as well. So we're kind of like a bit of degenerates. We're down the uh, Kilroy's Road to Madness movie list. And so I just want to know, what did you think about this movie? Like, from the get-go. I know it's fucking weird, but like, (laughs) considering like what you normally watch, I mean, what did you think of this? Stuff I normally watch. <laughs> oh God, um, it was definitely a trip. I, I, you weren't kidding when you said like it's just, it just keeps going and going, and like it keeps getting weirder and weirder. It's like you, you don't even know where it's gonna go next. I, I was sitting here right, and. I was just completely dumbfounded as to what was going to happen. I it, it was it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was just different. <laughs> so, kind of like tell me a little bit like what do you normally watch? Just so that way we have kind of like a little bit of a, you know, a comparison of your normal stuff and then what the fuck love god? <laughs> uh, I mean, most recently I've only been watching what my girlfriend's been suggesting so i guess like you know crazy rich asians or <laughs> you know like i i, I guess I, I don't know for or for lack of a better term uh normal movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's about right so actually what's funny was i was talking to kilroy i i was talking to kilroy about it um about Love Guide, just in general like how weird of a movie it is and he's like it's not that weird and i'm like kilroy i got to it, it is weird. It's, you haven't left your house in 20 years. <laughs> this is why we're on Kilroy's Road to Madness. Because he thinks these movies are normal. Listen, you want to know but what's weird? The outside world. Exactly. <laughs> He's like a caveman. <laughs> yeah, never been. Yeah, making the grunting sounds. He says he hasn't worn shoes in like five years. So. What? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's, so- that's 100% true. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, 100% true. Absolutely. Never hasn't worn shoes in five years. He has not seen the light of day. Only whenever his mom opens the curtain and he's like, hey, like just missing at the light. Yes. Is- <laughs> but so essentially, Love God, I think it's refreshing. Refreshing. I don't know about you. I think it's refreshing considering like what the norm is nowadays. Like I know this is a movie that came out back in the nineties, but I mean, just think about it. It's unique. It, it's that different. is a word for it. Yes, unique is a word. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say no, refreshing, no, no. but it's unique. No, but I understand where you're coming from. I agree. Um, it's different. It is in a way refreshing. A lot of the movies nowadays are kind of just either rinse and repeat or very predictable. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. 
I I I I guess I was still in shock <laughs> just by watching what was happening to to even worry about like anything like that. I was just like I don't know. It was it, it, I guess it, in a way I can see how you think it's refreshing because like I I do agree with that. Yeah, it's really just I don't know. Like like I said, like it's just different compared to what we see nowadays. Like it, it, there's so much more creative liberty with it, and so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just unique, different, and it's hard to find something similar to that nowadays. Really, it is. And so it's just it's a fun movie. I'm not going to lie. I know it's weird, but like, it's a fun movie. It's just intense. Action pack. Action packed. Action packed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Action packed. And like, it's, I don't know, like, kind of. Especially the score, too. I love the music. Yeah, the music was really good. It's like just one really long, interesting uh, music video type. It's the actors were great for the characters that they were playing for, like how weird it is. Oh, yeah, I agree. And they never showed up in anything ever again because they killed their careers, except for one person. Yeah, Carrie Kenny, the character that played Darla, she was like the nurse. Uh, character and she actually uh she's in Reno nine one one like she's oh, yeah, one yeah. of those main characters. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I I specifically looked it up just so that way I can take a look and be like, did any of them do anything after this? Well, technically the main character that played LaRue, uh or the main guy that played LaRue, uh Will Keenan, he's been in a lot of trauma movies, which makes sense with the um with this movie. Because trauma is definitely a whole different other genre of like weird, like funky movies. Um, maybe I just haven't delved into the trauma aspect yet as much, but um, he's been in those. That's something, right? Yeah, yeah. Kudos? Question mark. <laughs> maybe. I'm happy. Well, I mean, think. Well, I guess, like, y'all probably don't know, like, James Gunn, like, did a lot of trauma stuff before he made it really big. And then, like, a lot of, like, actors and directors nowadays, like, have come from making, like, trauma movies and then uh, now are making these big budget movies, like, in Marvel and shit like that. It's really, it's, um, it's a subgenre that, like, is not talked about a lot. Because, I mean, it's like trauma is like part of like Toxic Avenger and Traumaville and uh, Trauma High, things like that. So it's it's this whole other subgenre of like really weird, fucked up shit that keeps happening. Um, it's just so I guess he can be considered famous in a different light. He he was interesting. I liked his uh his intensity and his acting. He was really like he went 100 percent. They all did. It's like, oh, yes, we're going to make it big. And then I've never heard of any of these people ever again. I, I think that might be because, like, I was I was reading through the press kit and, like, a lot of the, the people involved in this came from the world of, like, stage acting and stage production. So maybe they just stayed in that realm instead of going into, like, movies and stuff. Mm. That does make sense, like, the intensity of their acting. Because stage acting is a lot of, like, body movement and, like, projecting your voices and things like that. 
I can't imagine the poor audio engineer like having to go through all of this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, yes. Thank you for having sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm sure from your perspective, because I mean, that's what you do a lot of like, imagine. So tell me what you think of like, if you were to work on this movie, like, do you think like your ears would be bleeding by this point? First off, that's a wonderful question. <laughs> uh, but yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man, because like I've worked on some like, uh, we'll just say questionable projects. <laughs> so I don't know. It, I think it would be probably, it'd be different, but pretty cool. A breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the norm of like uh, the porn stuff you've been on, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know. Well, uh, I but... mean, my first voice acting gig was uh, in a. Oh God, what am I in? <laughs> it's, it's not Yowie. What am I? What the fuck am it, I in? It is a Yowie. Is, is it Yowie? Is that what I'm in? Of course you know. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. I, no, I I was supporting my friend. I looked up. Sure. I looked up the information, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is a yaoi. I'm gonna buy it." <laughs> I look. Listen. All right. I'm here to support my friend John here. Okay. Like, can you? Sure. Uh, I'm here to support him. Yeah, that's the main motive in you buying it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I did mm -hmm. grunt in the yaoi. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm sure Ch uh, Cass already knows all about it. Oh, yeah, sure. I Sure. When is when is that coming? <laughs> when is that coming out? I tried looking for it, and I was like, why can't I find this yaoi? <laughs> oh, it's out. Is, I'll, is send it you, out? I'll send you a link. <laughs> yeah. We're watching it, all of us. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> all right. All of us together, and we'll review it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll also yeah, that'll be the next episode we review. We're just like, all right, John, so you could have grunted a little <laughs> more. Just time for a performance evaluation. Oh shit. Oh great. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I love that my, my my first voice acting gig is in a Yowie though, man. Talk about luck. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, at least they know like, oh, he's so versatile. <laughs> you, you hear that you hear that moan and grunt? Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's like, he's like, yes, open up my asshole, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully, I, didn't, I wasn't in any sex scenes or anything like that, thankfully. I mean, I probably still would have done it because, you know, $20 is $20, but um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, God, I played an assassin and a village That's person. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Basically, that was... yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, well... We'll come back to that because uh, that's. <laughs> I definitely, obviously, like we're here for you, John. We're here to Aww. torture you as we go along. Well, I mean, um, if you really want to torture me, then then force me to watch my own stuff that I've been in. There you go. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's, the worst that's thing. True. Hearing your own voice. Yeah. You're just like. Ugh. Yes. There you go. So perfect. Whenever I, whenever I'm in a new anime or whatever, I'll, I'll send it to y'all, and uh, we can watch it together so we can cringe at my performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So, uh, so we watched um, for Love God just to prepare ourselves a little bit. We actually watched um, 
the director Frank Groh's uh, short film Red and Rosie. So with Red and Rosie, um, it was mostly just like a comparison thing because like Love God is an actual feature length film that he did. It I think it's really the only feature length film that he did other than because he transitioned from being the director of like these three movies actually and then just pretty much became an editor. Like mostly just editing credits that he has nowadays. Yeah, like reality TV stuff. Yeah, mostly reality TV, I guess. Oh like, my god, the same fucking path I went down. <laughs> yeah, oh no. pretty much. Are you are y'all the same people? Yeah, pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do reality TV stuff to to pay the bills. Hello, MTV. <laughs> Yay, MTV! Uh, please continue to pay my friends' bills. <laughs> Hashtag catfish. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yep. right. You did put music on catfish. Yep. 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 See, all right, Kilroy, you know, if you need music stuff, <laughs> if you need to get into that biz, I mean, here, here's John. <laughs> hey, well, hello. Um, <laughs> but so Red and Rosie was interesting. It was actually, I, I didn't really, it, there was a plot. Sure. I mean, it was a short film and it was just like, I think mostly to showcase and, like, show off, like, their cinematography skill and everything, because, like, literally there was only, like, three credits. I think everyone else just decided not to be a part of it after the short film came out, because, like, towards the end, like, it seemed like a kind of, like, coherent story, but, like, just a little bit more wacky. And then all of a sudden, it just ends in, like... Because in Love God, they do a lot of uh, giant puppets and stuff like that, and so that's how... Um, Red and Rosie ended a lot more puppetry stuff and it was like this is okay yeah you know I gotta say I do love the usage of practical effects and like puppetry and stuff like that that's I've always been a big fan of stuff like that like I love 3D graphics and whatnot but man there's just something about like of, of puppetry oh yeah there's something really gritty about it you know oh yeah I guess it's the kind of like it's it's so surreal it's like it kind of adds to the to the weirdness. It's I don't know. It just it, it's kind of required for these kind of films. I think. I think uh, so too. Speaking of the uh, the monsters and the practical effects, on Love God, one of the guys on the monster building team was Paul Etheridge, who built the original Barney costume. <laughs> Whoa, nice. that's, a, that's a fun fact. Nice. Well, I mean, they have to start somewhere, you know? Hey, they were really good, though. Like, the penis monster and the vagina <laughs> boob monster. Hey, you're spoiling like, the ending. Oh, no. Yeah, well, we're talking about the movie. This is a spoiler-heavy, like, oh, who's going to watch Love God? Come on. Everyone well, look, I mean, we're making it. Hard to find. Well, now they're going to want to watch yeah, it now that we're talking about penises and vaginas. Like, come on. Yeah, so there's a penis monster and a giant vagina boob monster thing, and then the penis goes in the vagina. This is how babies are made. It's quite hot. For our... Well, it looks warm <laughs> yeah. in there, I will say. <laughs> but there, yeah, that's there. So, I mean, look, people got to start somewhere. I feel like that's what a lot of these types of movies are like love god and stuff these really experimental movies this is where people start off on but like hey like look he started getting editor stuff done that's something that still pays the bills come on the thing is though like that you're you're very true it's very true like i've had to work on some like um i'm trying to find a term for it uh 
you know those ads, like those very, very bad like mobile game ads where it's just like I don't know how to describe it. Like like they're fake ads for a fake game where they're like they're trying to lure you in by showing fake gameplay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh I had the pleasure of working on some uh <laughs> uh voiceover ads of that nature. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, because uh, oh yeah, like the ones that are like a farmer's legend. wife thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and do you punish her? It's like the for betray. Is she he, she betrayed your trust. Do you punish her? Yes or no? <laughs> yes, the, yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. those are great. And it's like, should you keep videos. her warm? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kick her out. Do you want to wait? Punish her? <laughs> wait, wait. Have you worked on the Mafia City ads? Oh no! Oh, dude! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like major respect if you did <laughs> but now it's like oh well you only did the farmer wife simulator thing ah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. yeah I mean like like uh, as you were going uh, towards John um, yeah like every everyone has to start somewhere and it's really like that's what like Red and Rosie and Love God really like I feel like really showcases that because I mean like look at the actress that I was talking about Carrie Kenny, like she, this was like one of her earlier stuff before she really got into more like a comedy, um, more actually like straight lace comedy stuff, I would say. Yeah. And so like, even then, like, um, I probably like at some point Frank Grove, like, cause this was an actual like production. I believe the budget itself was only about like, it was either 750,000 or 75,000. I'm pretty sure 750 because that, uh, you know, puppets and stuff and uh, practical stuff is not cheap. That's why a lot of things, not the a oh lot man, of movies don't really do that. That doesn't sound anymore. like a, a jerk, but it, th- I can't believe it cost that much money. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Hey, <clears throat> they look, they had to get dirt from somewhere. Dirt's sometimes <laughs> not cheap, you know. Got to import like, it, you know. Look, all that gum he bought it for two hundred dollars. Hey, that's that's money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but it's just really interesting just to see that. I mean, and so from Red and Rosie, like, you only see, like, a few acting credits. And, like, most of the credits, actually, it's not listed on IMDb. But if you watch it, it's actually uh, mostly for the puppetry stuff. So, like, it was, like, 20 people that just worked on, like, that last portion of that movie. And so that was, like, really crazy to see that. But, like I said, like, practical effects are a hard thing nowadays, a hard thing to come by, and I totally understand why they probably have less people doing it, but now 3D's just kind of overtaking everything. You know, I have a friend who does practical effects for, like, stuff in Hollywood and whatnot, and I'm sure he knows of, like, some weird movies. I would love to see what he'd know. Oh, yeah, like picking his brain about that, just being like, okay, what kind of weird shit have you worked on? Yeah, Tell exactly. Tell me more. Yeah. Love God. <laughs> like, I can't imagine, like, because like I said, this Love God's a stepping stone. What, imagine what all these other practical effect people have worked on just to get to at least a point where they're like, yeah, like, I'm finally on Bar- or Barney, you know? Barney <laughs> movies. Like, before this, it was Love God. Oh, oh I dude. Think, I think it was the other way around, actually. <laughs> Really? Think, yeah. Really? Wasn't Barney like early nineties? Barney. <laughs> yeah, they they make mention of it in the press kit that was sent out alongside the movie's premiere. Nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
It was 92. Well, they're they're doing great. <laughs> they're do they're doing great. So, but after Love God, Frank Grow uh directed a documentary about Jewel, the musician. And then that was it. No other directorial stuff. Then he went on to edit The Biggest Loser. That's yeah, you're right. He did a lot of it is a lot of uh yeah, just a lot of editing stuff right after that. So um I'm just wondering like what occurred. But then again, Red and Rosie and Love God is like about like a six year difference between each other. And then after that, uh he directed Jewel Life Uncommon and then that was pretty much it. Yeah, he he did have another movie planned with the same uh like production studio that did Love God. But it, I guess it never panned out. No money for it. I guess. I mean, Love God, I don't think that ever got like a an actual release. I think it just did a like a festival tour and no one picked it up to, for distribution. So it kind of just disappeared. It's just only something you get from the back alleys. <laughs> <laughs> the back hey, alleys. You want to see this sick new movie called Love God? <laughs> and they have it on VHS. <laughs> oh yeah, like the fucking like video nasties and shit like that. <laughs> From like what they do in England and shit, like back in the day, where they're like, no, we can't have any of these terrible R-rated movies out here. So you literally would have to like do code, like knock on like doors and stuff to get like any of these types of movies. Love God probably would have been one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I agree with that. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Oh, wait, you're right, because, like, so they did a release. I'm looking at some of the release dates. So, originally, this was released in Canada at the Toronto International Film Festival, and then they went to Greece oh. with it mm. at the Thessaloniki International Film Festival, and then after that, Finland, and, yeah, I guess you're right. It just didn't get picked up. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because it's so interesting. It's so unique. Yeah, I, that is really sad. It is such a unique movie in its own right. Itch. I just want more weird stuff like this to come out. Yeah. I'd see it in theaters. Yeah, I would see it in theaters. Maybe not for a third time because we've already watched it twice. But <laughs> <laughs> once was enough for me. Once was enough. <laughs> Give it a year or so. <laughs> it's. It, uh, yeah, Love God was just something really interesting, cool. Well, maybe not cool, but it was just something. It was really lukewarm. Unique. It was lukewarm. Lukewarm, <laughs> lukewarm. And it's just, it's just a stepping stone to degeneracy. But it's, it's the fun kind of degeneracy. <laughs> the fun kind. <laughs> look, all right. We watched Love God. Look, me and Kilroy, we watched uh, Solo, hundred twenty days of oh, Sodom, we and we were just. Now? Yes, we're talking about this for a second. This is a terrible ass movie. Like <laughs> a terrible not ass movie. <laughs> actually, though, actually, just so because it's always on the list of like, oh, like one of the most disturbing movies lists that I've always watched on YouTube, and it it's just like mediocre. They eat shit, and then that's pretty much like the most scary part of it, I guess disturbing and we watched it and we were just kind of like eh eh 
you kind of like so like you, you get the point halfway through and then it just keeps trying to make that same point at you and you're like i get it i'm bored you can stop now i get it i'm bored you're I know this is about fascism. Then it gets a little interesting with the shit eating, and then it's not interesting anymore. So keep in mind. So that's what we watch, and we're just like, eh. And then we watch <laughs> Love Gun, and we're like, yeah, finally. Well, man, I'm curious to see what else they're going to show me. Jeez, <laughs> that's a heck of an introduction. Yeah, so if that kind of explains to you, like, kind of, like, where we are, like, mentally about, like, certain movies, it just shows you, like, eh. It's just a stepping stone into some of the stuff that, like, you can really get down, like, a certain rabbit hole of. But like I said, that's why, like, this is, like, a stepping stone to getting into actual trauma movies, because trauma movies are very similar in this type of style. And so that's something that I highly recommend looking into. Because like I said, it's it's a starting point for a lot of people. They, someone's got to pay the bills. Yep. Takes like $20 to do some of these movies, but somehow they make it. Where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Okay. What did you think of the movie? It was unique. What'd you think? What was your favorite part? Not really any. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like my general mood about it. Like, if, if you were to ask me about like my favorite part, I was like, eh, not anything. <laughs> the ending was weird as hell. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, the after credit scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The after credit scene was uh, very interesting uh, because like it's not part of the plot, but it's there. And then when the the girl Helen, her, when her mom dies, and then she just starts scrubbing her whole body, that was uh, something. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh... That was probably that one. Probably was my the most uncomfortable scene for me, just because of the fa- idea like she's scraping her down with like a steel brush around the wound. I'm just thinking, oh, that's making it even worse. But that's the point. It's symbolism. Dude, you should have heard my roommates. They heard, they saw certain scenes, and they're like, "What the hell is going on? What are you watching?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't even know what the hell I'm watching. I'm just kind of here, man." <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, like with a gun to my head, like <laughs> yeah. forcing me to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being held hostage. Help me! It's like you're fine. All right, bye. <laughs> Oh, and then there's that one character uh, that plays, um, her, like, Kathleen. That's her name. The Shiva. And she, she plays Shiva. No, no, no. Oh, wait, she was is... supposed to be the lover Shiva, which was... I forgot her name. Because she's Kali. She's Kali. She's appropriating uh, Indian culture and uh, <laughs> is being... is Because uh, she also has a disorder where she believes that she is the goddess Kali... And that uh, Shiva is telling her to kill these people, to make sacrifices as well for uh, him. Very. And so she's just kind of there. She kind of like catapults like the whole like, no, she doesn't catapult the situation. She's just kind of there, to be honest, as a more like. She's a wild card character in a sea of wild card characters. Yeah, pretty much. She adds blue 
to the red coloring. I will say that <laughs> with the cinematography. I like I said, I do think it's very interesting that the fact that Frank Grow did not do the cinematography for this, but uh, Terry Stacy did. Terry Stacy actually worked on a lot a lot of other stuff. Um, they were a cinematographer for a lot of other movies. Some, a lot of actually that I don't really know. <laughs> Lords Fair. of the Locker Room. Yeah, Lords <laughs> of the Locker Room. So some of the stuff that they first started off with, with like cinematography, was actually um, just a documentary, a short movie, uh, f- apparently a TV movie called The Wienerville Hanukkah Special. That's a <laughs> hell of a name. <laughs> and then what? Love God. Okay, so can we watch Straight that? from that? Okay. Oh, I could find it probably. Uh, yes. The Wienerville Hanukkah yes. special and then Love God. And then after that, it's like bad bosses go to hell. I'm trying to see if there's any movies that we've actually uh, maybe have seen. Well, they did some cinematography um, for Sex in the City. They were the director of photography for some of them. So they're pretty decent. Like a lot more of uh, TV stuff. Nothing wrong with TV. Yeah. Like they did. Uh, oh, the first episode of Dexter. Dude. Hmm. Which is pretty good, because I actually really like the direction that they went with for the first episode of Dexter. And then I fr- stopped watching it after that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, episode. this is it. I've hit, I've hit peak. I've hit peak Dexter. And then they worked on the movie P.S. I Love You. Oh, my God. I loved that. Ah. Dear John. Yep. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. So, yeah. They got to start somewhere, people. Elvis and Nixon, they worked on in 2016. Um, but mostly, the latest thing that they did in regards to like cinematography was actually uh, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. And then they directed actually two things, Friday Night, Saturday Morning, and Bad Liver and a Broken Heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Huh. So really just mostly TV stuff like and like you said, not bad things. It's just mostly interesting just to see like kind of like where they came from. And then seeing Love God be a part of that is because everything else is just pretty like normie stuff. And then all of a sudden Love God's in there and you're like, oh, what is this? And then you watch it and you're like, what the fuck is what is? Huh? (laughs) I wonder what they'd say if they ask him, like, what did you think about working on this project? I think he'd be like, how did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's like, uh, I thought I got rid of that. Who told you about my past? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I looked on IMDb, man. Hey, but the music department, Tracy McKnight, music supervisor. Uh Good choices, buddy. Good choices. But interesting, interesting stuff. Indeed. Thank you for inviting me. That was really fun. Yeah, I know we just mostly went off tangents and just like chatting about random shit, but it's mostly like... Hey, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is going to be a very convoluted episode for sure, because we're just like, my brain's this way and that way. Love God? What is this? <laughs> it's okay. It's it's, then, a, it's been an interesting week. It's... What? No, it's oh, only been... It's oh, yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a very long day. It's been a couple, <laughs> it's been a couple hours. It's been a very long day. You're right. Yes, it's been a very long uh, yeah. day. Yes, it's only been a couple hours. Um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so, um, 
But yeah, thank you so much for coming, John. So yeah, I really appreciate you like sitting through this movie. I know it's very different, but I'm hoping to eventually. I hope this encourages you to step out into the world and watch all these degenerate movies like Troma and all the other things that are actually on Kilroy's list. We are not going to be posting Kilroy's list, by the way, because y'all aren't ready for that. <laughs> Half of these, I'm not even sure even exist. <laughs> right? It's just like some dude's like uh, home movie that he made and home just movie film in the garage. <laughs> yeah. They, Kilroy just goes into the back alley and he's like, and the guy just opens up his shirt jacket. He can't jacket go to the like, back alley. He doesn't buying? leave. He just has his brother oh, yeah, do it for him. He doesn't leave his house. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has his brother do it. <laughs> yeah. What are you buying? Some of these I'm not even sure are available anymore. They were only on Live Leak, <laughs> and then that got taken down. Live, <laughs> Live Leak? <laughs> of all places. That's where the good of all movies places. are. Yeah, that's where all the good movies <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Oh, all the fucking steel beam accidents? Yeah, listen, Is that what you're talking listen, about? Chinese industrial accident compilation number 50. That's like, that's primo shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, John, I hope this doesn't ruin your career. Um, thank <laughs> oh, you. yeah, right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming by. Um, tell us where people can find you if you want them to find you or uh, tell us if there's no NDAs that you have, uh, what projects you're working on. So oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let the people know. Let the people know. Sure, sure. So, you can find me on on Twitter at AnalogStick, A-N-L-A-L-O-G-S-T-I-K. I don't do C-K because I'm weird that way. Um, yeah, so, okay, let's see. Gosh, uh, most recently, let me look at my list, my list on my phone here. <laughs> I have to make sure I don't get sued by my freaking clients here. Let's see. Um, yeah, you had just have a list, and it says, like, okay, what can I say? And you have a list, and it's like, okay, some of these, I have NDA next to it, so no, not to that. NDA next to that one, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, got to be very careful with that kind of stuff, especially whenever you, like, oh, yeah. you know, with these big projects, you know, uh, there's just, it can be a catastrophe. So the games that I've worked on recently, uh, Lost Ark, uh, Rogue Company, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, Smite, let's see here, a game called Relayer, which is really cool, uh, Voice of Cards by Square Enix, uh, oh gosh, let me think here. And guess what, guess what, John? Hmm. You can now add this to your... List of achievements. Uh, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Our podcast. Uh, you can be like, yes, I was a guest star on this podcast. Yes. This tiny. I mean, no, no, no. This this really big podcast. I'm um, I'm sure you've never. Like you must have heard of it. You know, like that's what you tell them. <laughs> it, like, that's how you oh started off. Oh my god. Like if you've not heard of this. <laughs> like that's where it starts off you know you'll just be like yeah this podcast um, you haven't been invited yet oh my god <laughs> oh man no it's been I'm, I'm you know i'm glad to to be able to take some time away from the crazy world of this the entertainment industry man to explore things like this because you know like I hope to be able to work on projects like these, like the 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 unique, the weird, the the unique. <laughs> so it's kind of cool to see, yeah, the unique. 
Yes, this is a good example to everyone that's listening right now. Just do whatever job you can do, especially if you're wanting to break into the entertainment industry. Like twenty dollars, whatever is $20. you can. <laughs> yeah, what John said earlier, twenty dollars. <laughs> it's true. Do that yaoi anime <laughs> that you're like, oh, I don't know morally. Like, nah, go for it, go for it. Because the thing is, like, that's going to lead to other opportunities. It's. I can say I've done ADR. I can say I've been in a recording studio and I've been and I've done all these things. It's kind of cool. So it's like it doesn't really matter where. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be like in, in a freaking like Hitler documentary as Hitler himself, but like I'm not going to do something like that. But like a yaoi, eh, whatever. Hey, that that twink moan will take you that somewhere. That twink moan. Oh, okay. That's that's my signature <laughs> twink moan. Yeah, just like that twinkish moan will take you places, you know? Like, you know, people, not going to lie, they look into that. They look at your resume. They're like, ah, oh, yes, I've heard you in this. I've watched this before. They, there's going to be some other Fujo brain out there oh that's my like God. looking for the right guy. And they'll be like, ah, I see you can do anything. <laughs> yeah. $20 is $20. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like what Danny Trejo said. All righty. Thank you all so much for coming by. Thank you, John, once again. Please subscribe to us. Uh, listen in to our shows here on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And then if you're wanting to support us, definitely go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. And then if you want to just see what we're doing on our socials, I, I tried so hard to update them, I promise. <laughs> um, you can find us over at twitter.com slash talk or on Tumblr at talk for Tumblr. And on Facebook, in Medias Res Talk Podcast. Find us there. I'm hoping to open or start a YouTube channel. And then maybe eventually we'll stream dumb games. That would be fun. Ooh, stream my games. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to. I'm bad at video games. But eventually, you know, we want to try to do a little bit more. Yeah, so, go, yeah go, feel free. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, please support us. And then there is one last thing I wanted to mention. Uh, there is a GoFundMe for my friend uh, to save her cat, Ari. So please go to that. I'm going to post a uh, link in the description below. Please support. She's uh, having a hard time um, with bills and then also paying for her cat's bills. And it's really tough. He just Her cat, Ari, recently got diagnosed with lower, lower urinary tract disease. Please uh, donate if you can or spread the word. I appreciate y'all. And uh, John, thanks again. Um, appreciate you. Is there any parting words you want to say? Uh, I, I just thank you so much again. It's been a pleasure. Alrighty, well, it's time to end the show. Goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell. Well.